When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you free from a narcissist, or are you still enslaved to their fantasy? You see, a lot of times people are able to get out of a narcissistic relationship. They're able to get away from it, but they don't get away mentally or emotionally. And they're not able to actually move past the place that they're at with the narcissist in their mind because of everything that has happened in the relationship. Maybe that's you today where you've been able to get free. You've been able to get out of that relationship, that household. You've been able to move states or to another place or wherever it might be. And you no longer have that contact with that person on a day-to-day basis. But has it actually changed in your mind? Has it actually changed in your heart, in your emotions, in your feelings? Because a lot of times people get free, but they're still enslaved to fantasy. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And do it on multiple different platforms, on multiple different days, to be able to produce content, to be able to help you grow, heal, and change in all different aspects. If you haven't had a chance to be able to follow us, look it up on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Look us up under Raw Motivations. Maybe you're driving today and you want to listen to it on the podcast. Well, then go to Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any place like that. Look us up under Raw Motivations. A lot of people have been asking about hearing from the White's perspective. Well, we came out with a new podcast to be able to show that, to be able to give you a little slice of our lives and an idea of what's going on behind the scenes sometimes. And that is Trauma, Drama, and Life. Name of the new podcast, Trauma, Drama, and Life. And it's on Apple Podcasts. So feel free to check that out. We're super excited to bring that to you. And y'all have been showing a, a lot of love, a lot of graciousness as we've been trying to unpack some of the stuff that's hard to unpack, but to be able to communicate that to you. As you're growing, as you're healing, as you're changing, you need community. We've built an app called the NARC app that's based on having you help learn about narcissism, having you build community of being involved in other friendships and relationships there that you can start to see, hey, these people can encourage me. They can give me advice. They can help me along the way. And we're building that up slowly but surely. So go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com narcapp.com to see some of the features there to be able to sign up and to be able to interact with other people. We have weekly lives that we get uh, every single every single week on Monday nights to be able to help you answer questions, be able to go through specific scenarios and situations that's not broadcasted throughout the whole internet, but just inside the app. We also have monthly coaching where it's either myself or coaches from around the globe that come together that try to help you in your development process moving forward past the, past the pain into the healing. Love to have you engage with that. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, would love to interact with you. Go to rawmotivations.com, check out some of the stuff there, click on one-on-ones, be glad to talk to you there. Anyways, diving in. Are you free from the narcissist? Are you actually physically free, but you're still enslaved to a fantasy? You see, a lot of times when you've been with a narcissist, you've been groomed for a period of time. You've been groomed through the love bombing stage. You've been groomed through the initial stage to get to the place where you fall in line, where you make sure that you are the person that does what they want you to do. And a lot of times with the grooming, you'll get to the place where you'll start to be addicted to that person. 
Maybe they've groomed you in responding to text messages within five seconds. Maybe they've groomed you into spending time together 24-7. You can't spend time with anybody else. There's an addiction that starts to happen when you're with a narcissist because they've groomed you to make you feel like they're the one, like they're your soulmate, like there's no one else that's going to understand you or no one else is going to love you. And as a result, you have to stay with that person. A lot of times that's how it starts off with isolating you from your friends and family. They want to keep you from the people in your life that might actually speak truth into you. They might actually see the the toxicity that's going on and be able to say, hey, I don't think that's helpful. This might be something you want to be careful of. Narcissist doesn't want you around those type of people, so they work on divide and conquer and isolating from those people so that they can have you all to themselves and you can only go to them for that validation. And they cut you off from that other validation so that you don't go to other people, that you don't seek out other people's attention or aspirations or wondering what you actually need to do, how you need to grow, any type of feedback, but you can only do that from the narcissist because they've groomed you to that. Maybe you're in the place where you were trapped financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, and then finally you broke free. Maybe you moved out. Maybe you moved in and stayed with family or friends. You got your own place. You were able to disconnect and have a buffer where you're no longer with that person or you're no longer interacting with that person. And you kind of sit there for a moment and you're like, Oof, finally, there's some aspect of peace. But as the days go on, you start realizing that the peace that you thought was there doesn't feel very peaceful. The rumination kicks in. You start to wonder, what is going on? Why am I still thinking about this person? What is still happening that this person still takes up so much of my my mind? And you start to realize that even though you're physically free or you're physically apart from that person, you're not really free. Because a lot of times you're still enslaved to a fantasy. You're still enslaved to something that you thought was there. That you're still enslaved to something that the narcissist put on you and lied to you and gaslit you into making you believe something that wasn't actually true. Typically, people are enslaved in a couple different ways. They look back on the relationship and they, and they think about how it could have been. They think about the potential that they had together. They think about the potential that they had with that person. And like, it would have been so great. Like we were so great at the beginning. I don't understand how it fell apart. I don't understand why this happened because we were so great. I knew this is the right person. They were the one. They were my soulmate. And it keeps you locked in in your mind and you want to go back to that person. Maybe you're enslaved to the fantasy of how they could have changed. And then you locked into the idea of hope that there was a possibility that they would actually change. And you could play back the different moments of like, well, they said they were going to change or, well, I saw them change for for a moment, for a day, for a week, maybe even for a month. I saw a change. Maybe if I would have stayed longer, like it would have, it would have worked out. Maybe they would have changed more. And you start to latch on to a hope and a maybe and the, the possibility of something happening that never came to fruition. And that you always saw a repeated cycle time and time and time again of them going back to the same habits and the same behaviors. Maybe you're enslaved to the fantasy of how you didn't do enough. And you're thinking in your mind, I could have done more. I should have loved them more. I should have been there for them better. I should have done X, Y, and Z. I should have, like, why didn't I do that? Why did I argue with them? I should have done this. I should have done this. And you start to doubt and like throw a bunch of things at your your mind being like, "Ah, it's my fault. I should have done this. 
and you get caught up in that thought and that reality thinking maybe this is something that could have been fixed. A lot of times people struggle with the idea of it couldn't have been that bad. How the narcissist couldn't have been that bad. It couldn't have been as bad as what it actually was. And you minimize the abuse that actually happened. You minimize the things that actually happened in the relationship thinking, well, like I didn't die. Like I didn't, I didn't get beat up. I didn't have this happen. And you don't really acknowledge the abuse that happened inside the relationship. You see, when people are getting stuck in the relationship and once you get out of the relationship, they're still fundamentally struggling with the same exact things. And that's hope, that's potential, and that's cognitive dissonance. That's what builds the trauma bond. That's what builds the aspect that you're always going to want to go back to that person while you're still telling yourself the same story time and time again. That cognitive dissonance confuses you. There's two opposing thoughts. You're like, which one do I actually believe? Which one do I actually understand? Which one is actually true? And as a result, your mind will go and revert to the easiest thing, the thing that doesn't cause the most amount of pain, and you'll say, this is what I must believe. Maybe they could have changed. Maybe I didn't do enough. Maybe it couldn't have been that bad. And you start to realize over time, even with just those four questions that I've asked, that you're free, but you're still enslaved in the mind. That rumination kicks in. The intrusive thoughts, well, all of a sudden they pop in your mind. You're like, I can't get this out. I don't understand what's actually going on. You're going through a detox phase. And when people get away from the narcissist and they're actually separated, it's a place for them to start diving into themselves and understanding that you can actually be free. But you have to understand, you go through detox first. You're going to have withdrawals from this person. You're like, why would I have withdrawals from a person that, that hated me and that treated me awful? Because you've been addicted to that. You've been addicted to the adrenaline and the anxiety that have been bred into your life while being with this person. And that's why when you get out of a relationship, it doesn't feel like you have the peace that you were actually looking for. And oftentimes when people are struggling with the rumination, with the trauma bond, without the peace, is it goes back to the story that you're telling yourself. The story that's actually playing in your mind. Because underneath those triggers, underneath the emotions, underneath the feelings, there's a story inside there that typically needs to be changed or modified or adjusted because otherwise you're not living in truth. You're living in a fantasy. You're living in that thought that keeps going through your head of like, maybe they'll come back. Maybe they'll change. Maybe it was my fault. All these different things and not looking at the facts of the situation that they didn't show that they wanted to care. They didn't show that they wanted to change. They didn't show any effort to respect you. They didn't show any love. And over and over, you start to realize, wait a second, what I've been believing has been a giant future fake. What I've been believing has been the aspects of love bombing. What I've been believing is them gaslighting me into believing something that's not actually there. And a lot of times people struggle with that aspect, but I want to tell you today that if you don't figure out what it is that's pulling you back, if you don't figure out the story that's underneath that keeps pulling you back to that toxic person, it will always pull you back until you get to the place that you're able to understand, to see, and to change your story, to change your life, and to live in the truth. Because once you latch on to the truth, once you latch on to a story that's based on the truth of the situation, not the fantasy, not in the fiction, but everything that's based on the reality, the truth is ultimately what sets you free from that toxicity. But you have to get down to the story that's based in the truth.